Hello, and welcome to Ground Game LA podcast with Bo Delight. And I'm here today with Brittany Scott, who is an LA DJ. An artist. An artist. And, and director. And partier. And badass boss. I try. <laughs> <laughs> My Twitter handle is B666S. Yeah. And so people just call me B6. Okay. Yeah, for short. Yeah. It's like... But my DJ name, I also, like, I haven't even DJed in, like, a really long time. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to get back into it, but I just go by Brittany Scott. Dope. Yeah. Um, how did you get, get started in, in doing all that stuff? Um, I think I'm actually more known as an artist. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe partier. <laughs> but um, DJing happened because I was just, like, I want to control the music at the parties. So I, um, I was just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to DJ. <laughs> but I mean, when I moved, when I moved to LA, I just, it was, uh, driven by like dating a person, but also like just being obsessed with music. And so For like, sure. just like going out and, um, all that stuff. And I kind of gained like, uh, some attention from like drawing people mm-hmm. via Twitter. Oh, and I guess like my Twitter was like, um, funny uh, <laughs> I had a lot of followers on Twitter for the time I've kind of fallen behind but eh. yeah there was like you know I had like a squad of kids and we just like partied a lot and we're really vocal about what we're thinking and um maybe just like influencer pre-influencer culture yeah um just like we were really involved in like EDM and like dance music and stuff um that influenced yeah. your your art as well. Yeah, because I mean, I was like drawing my friends, I was drawing mm-hmm. DJs, and just like fans and stuff. Yeah. What I'm thinking of too is like the um, so your latest show with the with the neon, um, that that to me has a lot of direct connection to to that type of culture of like having um, like the lights and the sense of like aura within a person mm-hmm. because the the neon colors were were directly influenced by the people that the pieces were representing. Yeah. So it kind of like, um, I was drawing portraits, so mm-hmm. just like silly cartoon portraits, and then it turned into, um, I think I was doing, I think I did the squares, and then the squares yeah. were like also portraits, and then I think it turned into like squiggly lines. And <laughs> I don't really draw people much anymore. Um, but yeah, just like it all goes into it, each other, like, you know the community the lights um yeah yeah um and then through that community is how uh the community meetings started right yeah i mean yeah i just like we started community meeting um i guess we started like trying to plan it december 2017 okay um that was uh, that was it was um inspired by i guess or just like it happened because little peep died yeah and you know that was just such a devastating death because you know he was so young we he i didn't know him personally but like a bunch of my friends did Mm -hmm. and he's just like really close in who i knew and you know you just watched his like career uh, rise and then crash right um 
so quickly like over a year yeah and I mean in in the I've been in LA for eight years and like Mm -hmm. in this time I've just like known so many deaths like they're just like people um overdosing and suicide and just like yeah just like it's just really dark yeah um I also was like sober a few years ago and I realized like when I did do that that like it was kind of like a lonely journey and I always and I felt sort of like abandoned by like Mm -hmm. my scene although like I had to take myself out of it to like be sober but at the same time it's like you're in it by yourself and it's like wait this could have been like way easier if Mm -hmm. there were people um I mean I'm also like very inspired by 12-step meetings I Mm -hmm. think they're great and I think like more people should go to them and like I just think it should there's a lot of taboo around them because yeah. like people are like it's culty or it's like religious and it's not really like no. I, I understand that but like it's not really and so with all of those things you know the deaths and like the lack of community and the lack of like um, conversation around like these subjects I was like there needs to be something that changes like little peep dying was just like the last straw I was like this is wild like we just watched this kid like, like rise and fall yeah, so quickly like yeah. he's gone and, yeah. and it, like it could have been prevented yeah and it's like this is just out of control like we need like th- i was like there just needs to be accountability yeah with like w- in in our community like our peers and like yeah it's so i was just like when that like the day it happened like you know you're watching online people talking about it and like conspiring and blah 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 i, I think i was like on reddit and you know it was found out that like the Xanax that he overdosed on were, um, c- uh, like, fake, so they were cut with fentanyl. Oh, shit. And, you know, there's, like, a huge, yeah, there's just, like, this huge, um, there's just a crisis right now, like, yeah. an opioid crisis. Yeah. And um, actually, my first encounter with fentanyl or just, like, knowing about it was I was in Vancouver, and it's, like, a very serious problem mm-hmm. for, like, years now. And they actually had, like, a meeting, like, a bunch of, like, promoters and venue owners and partygoers, like, attended this meeting and they were like this is what's happening and like we need to figure out how to prevent it because like kids were dying like every weekend yeah and I was like this is crazy and like it's you know it's now everywhere and like the peep thing just like really shone a light on it and I was like how I was like so on reddit I saw like someone was like oh yeah it's like fentanyl and um I'm like how like how do we deal with this and then there's like there's this thing called Narcan, mm-hmm. and so, like, immediately I went to CVS, and I was like, what is this? Like, how can I obtain it? And it's an over-the-counter, like, antidote for fentanyl, mm-hmm. and um, or it's an antidote for opioids, and, um, you know, there's ways to get it for free, mm-hmm. and um, it's totally accessible. You just, like, have to know about it. Right. So it's like, oh, my God. Like, if there's something that, like, could literally be, like, saving someone's life, like, we need to know about it. We need to talk about it. I hit up a couple of my friends who throw parties. Adam Weiss, he does, like, ham on everything, mm-hmm. the rap parties. And then my friend Morgan Freed, who does Emo Night. And I was like, do you know about this? Like, what can we do to, like, get this out? And we are like, let's, like, do a meeting. And mm-hmm. that's how it started. And so it was, like, inspired by that. As the meetings progressed, we were like, okay, like, it seems like it's a deeper issue and it's, like, depression mm-hmm. and, like, our feelings and stuff. So, like, now it's, like, turned into this, like, we educate on the opioid crisis and, like, how to deal with that and how to prevent um, overdose or what to do when it, it's happening. And we partner mm-hmm. with this team called End Overdose. 
you know, End Overdose is like a really, really great organization. Um, they they take donations. I'm just like, okay, like <laughs> people take donations. Um, End Overdose, they are like a team of, the CEO actually is now a firefighter. He was an MT, uh, EMT and mm-hmm. has now graduated from Firefighter Academy and is doing that. <laughs> and he is magical. His name is Theo. Um, but just, like, such an inspiring crew. They're, like, always always with us. They mm-hmm. just, like, do so much work in educating people on the opioid crisis and, like, uh, other things. And um, they're just someone to support and follow. So mm-hmm. I kind of just want it to be the conversation of, like, these are the resources that are available and there's access. And, like, if you need therapy, we can help you find therapy. It's important that you're in therapy, like, just talking about it because even still there's like so much taboo around therapy because mm-hmm. you know everyone's like that's for crazy people or like that's like a really like um privileged like concept or something yeah. which it is but like it should be accessible and it is accessible yeah no absolutely the the entire part of um i feel like the the main opposition to therapy is that like it's expensive yeah and even so there's a lot of therapists that are out of network with private practices or um, they, they'll they do like a sliding scale, but like the lowest they'll go is like $80. Yeah. And if you really have something that that like you need to talk about with a therapist and you're going once a week, $80 a week. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, I brought this, like, I brought this little paper here from the place that I go to, Southern um, California Counseling Center. Um, you know, I was in the hospital, like, a few years ago, which prompted, like, my sobriety mm-hmm. and just, like, changing my life because I'm, like, I just scared myself and yeah. I was, like, yeah, I got to change it. And so, like, luckily I was able to get in with them immediately. Right now the wait is six months, which is daunting because you're, like, six months? Like, I yeah. need someone now. Yeah. Thankfully, like, at three years ago, like, I was able to get in quickly. But they do a sliding scale. Like, my therapy sessions are $21. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's it's crazy. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. They also, like, offer, like, a bunch of, like, group therapies mm-hmm. and – the wait is long, but also I, I like to just suggest for other people, like, if you're, like, that desperate, like, hit, like hit a 12-step meeting. Yeah. It's weird at first, but, like, hearing other people talking about shit, you're like, oh, like, I relate to that. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a good, a good, like, placeholder until you can find a therapist. Yeah. I also, I used to do a 12-step group therapy, which was free. Yeah. Uh, once a week. And. Yeah, um, exactly. 12 steps are free. Yeah. Like. It's like what like why aren't we going? Like, yeah. yeah. And the and a lot of people don't realize that there are more twelve step programs besides something like AA or There's so many. There's so many and a lot of them are trauma specific and all you have to do is Google it. Yeah. That's like literally all you have to do. Yeah. It's I'm in one crazy. and it's not it's not like a substance based and mm-hmm. like I mean, I don't care, I guess I can out myself. I don't know. I don't know, because, like, sometimes it's, like, don't talk about it in the media, but, like, yeah, there's so many. And, like, once I started, like, going to this one, because, I like, I did AA when I was, like, sober for a few months, and I was, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I do have the alcoholic tendencies, but, like, I don't think really this is my issue. Right. But, yeah, there's so many. There's, like, there's CODA, like, codependence, and then there's, like, adult child, and then there's, like, Al-Anon, which is, mm-hmm. like, what is it? Like, um, 
you have a relation to someone who's an alcoholic yeah. or some sort of like addict or yeah. something and like there's just so many there's like under earners like people who go into debt like there's just so many yeah and like it just like like it's just unravels and you're like oh my god yeah and it's it's so cool that there's stuff like um meetup that that's around that's almost like you don't necessarily think that it's gonna be like a group therapy type thing but it's still you're you're meeting with people that um have similar interests with you and like you're doing something very specific to that interest yeah and it's it's very therapeutic to like like go to like a knitters meeting and just like knit and talk with people that also love knitting yeah like I mean, that's what we're doing when we're going out. Like, yeah. when we're going to, like, genre-specific parties, like, that's what we're doing is, like, connecting with people who have that interest. And, like, we can also connect with people through our traumas and, yeah. like, weird experiences and stuff. Um, yeah, I think there's just, like, a huge stigma around, like, talking about what's totally, going on. Totally. Like, Community meeting is so head. special. Yeah. Yeah. It's so special because, like, I mean, I feel like I, I mean, I just get so much out of it, <laughs> so I'm, like, so grateful for it. But, like... Like, literally, we're just talking. Yeah. And, like, there isn't a specific thing, like, the guest speakers are ever sharing about. I'm, like, just talk about, like, whatever healthy practices you have or, like, any story you think is significant or whatever. And, like, someone's going to relate to it. Yeah. And that's, like, where, like, not to be, like, all heady, but, like, that's where God is. Like, mm-hmm. I'm saying it in quotes. But, like, <laughs> um, you know, like, that's the moment. That's the connection. And that's, like, what life is about. Yeah. And, yeah, community meeting, it's just, like, precious. Like, if we can influence one person, mm-hmm. like, that's so important. Yeah. And just talking about the opioid crisis just is so important. Yeah. What um, what do these meetings look like? You know, we've been trying to, like, um, <laughs> we've just been, like, playing with it. It's, like, kind of evolved into this, like, um, I mean – I think I mean I think it's like a twelve step. It's not mm-hmm. like formatted like that because like I mean I haven't like gotten there's that no far. literature or right. anything. Yeah, I always like grab literature from like places or mm-hmm. like people we have. Like we'll, they'll bring some stuff, but like yeah, I'm mostly just like hey, like thanks for coming. Like um, here's our guest speakers, and like there's a couple <laughs> people speaking. Like people will interact with them and ask questions, and then um, we have the presentation mm-hmm. um, with end overdose. Um, yeah, like I at like my goal is to eventually maybe have some sort of format because mm-hmm. like a lot of people have reached out wanting to do it in other cities and like I would love to travel to them and yeah. then at the same time I also would like it to be eventually like kind of like a general 12 step. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be like in the anonymous community, mm-hmm. but like cuz also like I just think it's important to be vocal about what what's going on. Yeah. The anonymity thing is like great. And it's, like, precious, and it makes those meetings amazing. But at the same time, it's, like, we should be talking about it publicly. Yeah, absolutely. I think the – I think in the beginning of, like, 12-step, they wanted the anonymity – I can't say that word. It's hard. (laughs) They they wanted to have people be anonymous. Um, That way it made them a little bit more confident. Totally. Yeah, totally. to speak about what's happening but I think if you're alive right now especially I mean not even especially but if you're alive right now in the world you are most likely having some type of mental health problem exactly and so it's a disservice yeah to not talk about it yeah 
and I don't think we need the um the anonymous part of it anymore yeah I mean I think that's also like how I like gained somewhat of a following is because mm-hmm. like my friends and I we were just so vocal about like everything yeah just talking about so much bullshit where like some shit's like inappropriate some stuff is like relatable like whatever but like just just talking about it and yeah. it's just it's so you know you you never know unless you say something yeah absolutely or, like another person won't know like unless you say something and yeah. like yeah I mean, that's just, like, wh- what community meeting is. It's just we. I want to have the conversation, whatever the conversation is, just so that we can have that feeling of connection and, you know, further ourselves, like, in a better way. Yeah. Not to uh, step too off topic. Um, I read something in college um, from a philosophy book called The Uprising by Bifo Bernardi, and there's a section in that book... Um, that talks about like connection versus solidarity. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important. And that's something to like really think about in this day and age where we sort of live in these two spaces, where we sort of live in these two spaces of um, like our online right. self and our in person self. Right. Um, because our online self, we can have connection with people. But it's only in, like, the in-person self of, like, making eye contact, exactly. like, reading body language, where we make solidarity. Exactly. Where, like, things like community meeting really can help people. Exactly. That's, like, like another thing. Like, the day Peep died and, like, that week and, like, that month, just mm-hmm. so many people have so many opinions about the subject right. online. And, yeah. you're, and it's like, okay, let's take the timeline in person mm-hmm. and we can say all the stuff that we're feeling yeah and also like say it to my face whatever you're saying about something yeah it's so charged on the internet and it's also so flat yeah because then it's you, you know you're like in the echo chamber just like seeing all the same shit and it's just like okay we get it but like have you have you expressed this like to another person right. in person yeah it's totally. so special i mean I love the internet so much and like <laughs> I've met like all of my like really good friends like on the internet and I've ha- I have so much community on there and so many like deep connections but um like it's so important being in person. Yeah, totally. It's so important being present. Um when do these meetings happen? Um I try to have the monthly. Mm-hmm. Um, so far it's kind of been every other month, but like I try to be as consistent as possible. Um, I'm planning, you know, I'm trying to plan the rest of the year so that like it, it is more consistent. Um, we hosted the last one at the Everly hotel. Like Mm -hmm. it's like down the street over there. Um, and we're going to start doing it regularly there. Oh, that's awesome. And then, um, we have like another venue in Costa Mesa wanting to host us monthly. And yeah, so like hopefully by the end of the year, like I have like a whole, schedule mm-hmm. in multiple cities to be able to talk about stuff yeah um my goal is to like you know go to colleges and have like a touring a touring crew that mm-hmm. we can like have this like message spread and then like you know somehow be involved in festivals as well like yeah. having some sort of booth um i mean it's 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 such a like big project mm-hmm. um so we're just trying to like figure out how to make it accessible and everywhere yeah and I can see the college stores going really well um I actually went to a school where our Halloween party was so infamous we like we had such a problem with um 
people either overdosing or getting alcohol poisoning that um, student affairs, instead of saying, like, don't do drugs, like, it was how to take care of yourself on Molly. Like, that was yeah, that was how, like, student affairs dealt with um, – dealt with the Halloween party, which is kind of, it's kind of cool because, like, you can't stop somebody right. from doing drugs. If they want to do drugs, they're going to do drugs. Exactly. Um, well, then you're like, yeah, that's that's what harm reduction is. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, th- that's what we're trying to, like, lay in that, too, because, mm-hmm. like, some people are, like, some people are, like, you're condoning druggies because we don't put, like, we, like, hint at sobriety with people, yeah. but, but we're also, like, D- do what you want. Right. So it's like, but if you're going to do this stuff, like, let's figure out how we can take care of ourselves. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, you're right. Like, everyone's just going to do whatever they want to yeah. do. If somebody really wants to do something, they're, they're going to do it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, with the information about Narcan, like, letting people know that this is something that's that exists and that's available. Yeah. And you could potentially get it for free. Like, that, that could save so many lives, especially on college campuses. Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, I was, like, when I found out about it, I was, like, so pissed that I didn't know about it sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, why yeah. have I never heard about this? Yeah. It's it's so crazy. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Yeah, especially with something like an opioid crisis happening across the country. Yeah. And in a lot of parts of the world. Yeah. Um, how can people support community meeting? Um, I mean, honestly, like right now, like I don't have any sort of we don't have like any funding for mm-hmm. it. And we're all just like kind of like funding it ourselves. Yeah. Um, which eventually, hopefully, like I figure out how to do that. Yeah. But I mean, the most important thing is just like sharing it and talking about it. Yeah. Um, I love to be like, oh, I hope you like, you know, if you can't make the meetings, like consider therapy and mm. veganism. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like two things that'll change your life. Yeah, that's true. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, sharing like we're almost at, like a thousand followers on hey. Instagram, and I'm like, okay, this is great. Like, I'm so grateful that like this many people want to like talk about this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm surprised that we have that many. Yeah. Um, yeah. So right for now, like we're just like, um, just like sharing, sharing the concept and yeah, talking about stuff is the best way to support it so far. So when you see it, share it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. And then we were talking a little bit about Lana mm-hmm. before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to talk about that and explain what that is. Yeah, Lana is LA Nightlife Alliance. Um, okay, the bio on Instagram is an advocacy group established to represent the interests of Los Angeles's nightlife community. And so, like, yeah, you know, we've, we've been having these meetings um, internally for, oh, like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the the point is to hopefully, like, be in the space between the, like, nightlife community and the government mm-hmm. because we would all, we, like, want to promote safety and regulate things so that, you know, everyone's taken care of and, you know, it's a, f- it's a flourishing community and, like, there's also so much potential for it to be a safer community and to um, profit more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we we just want to be able to regulate stuff and make things safer. It was inspired by the ghost ship um, fire in the bay. Um, that was like a underground party, and you know the building regulations weren't up to par, and you know some people died, and it mm-hmm. was really tragic and horrible. 
Um, and you know, there's just like, there's just like a lot of gaps when it comes to nightlife and like the, you know, underground spaces aren't like, you know, they're underground, they're illegal, like who knows what goes down. And like most of the, um, attention is on like just like mainstream clubs. Mm -hmm. And, um, I mean, I don't, I don't really feel like that safe in like mainstream clubs, like Hollywood clubs, you know, security is like really aggressive and like if you get really really drunk like you know they kick you out like there's no sort of like trying to help you Mm -hmm. um it's like go be somebody else's problem yeah exactly like because then it's like a liability on them and right you know with community meeting and lana like we're just trying to like build accountability Mm -hmm. within the community yeah um but lana i think maybe takes donations um that's like just like another thing to follow online because you know, it's a really big project, and we're mm-hmm. just, like, trying to get it going. Yeah. Um, and, like, we're always, like, looking for more people to be involved because we do need help in, you know, doing things. I'm, I'm such a bad rep for this, but, like, <laughs> we need people who, like, speak government language. Right. Um, and we need people who are passionate about this. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, my kind of role is just, like, I care about safety. Yeah. And, you know, bringing the, like, community meeting message into it. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. I love that. Thanks. We're trying. Yeah. Um, well, thank you, Brittany, for being here. Thank you for having me. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to Ground Game LA podcast. This has been Bo Delight. And thank you for working on your micro to help the macro. Woo!